0: Hello, everybody. This is D. Crow and D. Crow Chronicles, and I'm here with my beautiful wife.
1: Mama Jen. And So glad to have you here. We have, <laughs> we have an exciting thought to talk about, and that exciting thought, you know, our anniversary is right around the corner, dear, 31 years. Yes. We, so we were talking and thinking about when we first met. But for me to tell my part of the story so you can hear both side perspectives, I have to start back before I met him. And so while I was in middle school, I went to school and we had our, our regular group of friends. You know, you go to school, you have your own little group of friends. And well, of course, we went to the middle school, which opened us up to a bunch of other ele- elementaries. And so there's a lot of other schools that came in with a lot of new people. Well, this particular year, in my eighth grade year, um, my husband's cousin started going there.
0: Remundo. Remundo yes. was his name.
1: He, yes, and I didn't know that was his name because he just went by Ray. So mm-hmm. me and my group of friends, we had two friends named Ray. He was one, and, and there was another one. So we talked throughout the school year, just as friends. He 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 uh, he was the type that dated all my friends but me, but I was always uh, – we had a talking con- – you know, I'd call him, we'd talk, or he, he would refer to me as Blabbermouth because <laughs> I do talk a lot, and so – To get to the point of where I met my husband, I found out that his cousin Ray was in foster care. I didn't know all year, and he was letting us all know that he was leaving and going back to his home. He was just there for a year. And so, of course, we were all sad and, and everything, but he came back in the summer to visit. And when he came to visit, he brought my now husband, you know, with him. So this would be our story. Of how we first visually saw each other because I think we talked on the phone for like a couple seconds before you came yeah like you were there with them I don't remember that conversation
0: no nah, it was well I mean we did we talked but it was more brief it wasn't really yeah you know it wasn't in depth that came later
1: <laughs> yeah and coming from the background I did I was home alone a lot so I was on the phone a lot and it wasn't cell phones guys it's back you had to pick it up yeah, right push button the phone and sit there and hold the phone And and so (laughs) there was no speaker. Yeah, right, no
0: speaker, too.
1: And I would sit there for hours. I even used to talk to radio station hosts and stuff. I don't know what they're called. Uh, DJs. Yeah, DJs. And so, like, I was always on the phone. So that's why I don't remember that conversation well is because I talked to a lot of people back then. But I'll let you start about um, where we met at. You can tell some.
0: Well, we met in... um converse converse or oh, wasn't a universal city
1: no but they're all close together anyhow it was yeah. in
0: that area in that vicinity of that area and there was a there was this little corner store that we were sitting there waiting and across the way was a mcdonald's that just so happened to be where my wife then wasn't before was with her friend leslie yes and they came walking over there uh, from mcdonald's and met us at the on the side of the store. I where the paper were. And my wife was holding a a chocolate shake. Or not. Strawberry, not a strawberry a shake. A yummy
1: <laughs> strawberry shake. Yes, mind it you. A,
0: it was a strawberry shake. <laughs> and we both asked. Like, hey, can we have some? So, you know, she shared it with us. And needless to say, we finished it. Yeah. And then i finished it and i handed it to her she's like you finished my shake well <laughs> technically it was my cousin he had finished all that so
1: so something we like on anniversaries is the reminder of our strawberry shake right no, I'm just kidding
0: <laughs> anyhow so we were there and then we we
1: walked over to my friend leslie's plan on house. Going
0: to leslie's house right we were there and we ended up spending time all- there just being there and,
1: and and it was it was really neat um he, My husband definitely was different from the people that were around there. And that's probably why I liked hanging out with his cousin, because there was a, a different, distinct culture in their background that was different from the area I lived in. And so, you know, he he was, he was my friend's, I don't know, they were kind of girlfriend, boyfriend, but not, like, serious. They were off and on with some other girl involved. I don't know. It was a big mess. But we were there, and we were hanging out. And what I remember a lot about my husband was... His face—he just had this this gorgeous face. It wasn't like the faces out there. I did not like his military pants that he had on, army pants. What do they call camouflage? Some of the, yeah, camouflage. There you go. I just was like, ugh, that wasn't my thing. But he had a uh, and he had a Metallica shirt on. And I had a stepbr- stepbrother at one time that used to and listen to Metallica. For all. I was not a Metallica fan, so shirt. so he didn't vibe off that. Oh, I I like the way this guy dresses, but <laughs> his face. And I'll be honest. <clears throat> I was a butt person, and I really enjoyed seeing his butt in his pants. So, and that's that's about as loud as I get on stuff like that. Anyways, it was exciting, but I was such a shy girl, and I was. I mean, like, people would say, nah, there's no way. Yes, I was super shy back then, and so he was singing. We were watching, what were we watching, dear? Um,
0: videos, music on, videos.
1: On uh, MTV. I want my MTV um headbangers ball i think it was right. and, i
0: love that sure. and
1: i wasn't into that heavy metal but he was and so there was some song on where a guy was singing high pitch and he was singing with it and me and my friend you know little girls we're like little teenage girls and we're giggling <laughs> and he took it offensively he thought we were making fun of him but we were like wow nobody does this around us the cultural difference was so much for us then (laughs) yes so he wouldn't sing in front of me for quite some time because he thought I was making fun of him and I I, wasn't I ask him now too I tell him sing 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 this song for the kids they'd like to hear it Uh,
0: I do it sometimes I just don't do it as like I used to anyhow so anyhow uh, (laughs) I'm gonna backtrack
1: yep you tell your perspective okay
0: well when we met I remember specifically you having your hair in a ponytail. Your hair was shining pretty bright from the sun. Uh, You know, you had blonde hair.
1: Yeah.
0: I remember looking into your eyes and seeing your beautiful hazel eyes. And your white tank top with the spandex uh, biker shorts.
1: Yeah, I wasn't looking to go hook up with anybody. I was just going out with my friends. That's how I was dressed. I wasn't going on a date.
0: So yes uh, and my wife I would say she did look beautiful to me then and so we went we walked over to Leslie's house we're there and her friend Leslie and my cousin went to another room and they were I guess spending time talking or whatever and we were sitting in the living room and I remember she started you know playing around hitting me with this pillow and I was like She's flirting with me, so...
1: I wasn't flirting, but well, he took geez. it as flirting. Yeah, she said...
0: She, well, that's how I took it, so... She she was hitting me with this pillow, so I grabbed the pillow and I just kissed her and I said, you know that's what you wanted all along, right?
1: Oh, yes, he was very, <laughs> very conceited. You know that's what you wanted. And I was thinking, uh, no, no, but that was nice. <laughs> Anyways, like I said, he was... When you don't know somebody's cultural background, it's really hard to read what they're thinking and so maybe in his neighborhood or in his experiences he thought that was flirting but for me it was just having fun playing around I'm not saying I didn't think guys were cute and didn't want but the flirting thing just it wasn't ever purposeful
0: well we I was always where I came from in my neighborhood everybody was pretty direct so that's yeah and I was just like you said where I grew up and culturally thinking and that environment that neighborhood that's just how it was for me i was there in, in general so in the east side of san antonio that is so and Anyhow.
1: i don't i don't know what else we want to touch base on uh talking about this but that was the beginning of our relationship
0: and that it was um what do you call that love at first sight
1: definitely for me it was love at first sight right.
0: because that was the night even though it was our first time ever meeting we conceived our first daughter, Samantha. So, which is you know look where we're at, you know yeah. it's a, this is something to really be excited. I'm excited about it. I, I really am. I, I take delight in knowing where we are today and looking back on our history. And I'm like, man, it's been great. I can't say that any better than a, than just looking at it and saying, I'm so thankful. Yes. I'm thankful for you, my love. I love you so much, and I'm grateful for you. Every moment is a treat and a privilege and a blessing.
1: Definitely, and I and I love you, my handsome singing man. <laughs> I like the song we've been listening to lately, right? Johnny Cash and oh, yeah. uh, uh, June Carter. Right. That one one part. She's all uh, long-legged guitar picking a man.
0: <laughs> uh, I should have oh. put that on for the. <laughs>
1: You didn't sing your part cuz that part fits me perfect. Yeah. Okay, sing for our audience. I don't
0: remember the yes. I don't remember the part. I'm trying to...
1: oh. <laughs> I'm showing him visually what it is. <laughs> Ready dear, come I on sing. I don't remember
0: it. I have to okay. hear the song. I can't remember it. Sorry, everybody. You big mouth woman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what it says. That's what Johnny Cash tells her, and she's all you long legged guitar mean, but, picking I, man. Now to, you want to do I it? I
0: need a little help with the music here. Oh, okay. Well, I haven't heard that song that many that much <laughs> to remember it. So that's
1: the only part of the song I, I know. know. But we yeah we get silly sometimes, and <laughs> and music definitely is something that has been a big part of our life right. over time um i'm not sure if you want to share more or yes we can
0: well all this was you know yes we're giving a little history we don't want to get too much so you've gotten to the part to where we ended up having our firstborn daughter so where Uh, she was conceived that is, yes
1: well let me let me go a little more into detail (laughs) on that okay so i was a virgin when i met my husband i have never been with anybody else um, I was 14 at the time. Mind you, we did not talk to each other about ages. Like, we didn't talk much at all the first day we met. That's what happens when you meet somebody and you, you you right. know.
0: Which brings us yeah. to the topic of why we're covering this.
1: Yes. and And so it just, we came from very different outlooks on life. For me, he was mine for life. Like, there was no way he was getting away from me because I was going to church. I was... Most of the time doing things in, in, a, in a right way. But this was one where I stumbled. I mm. stumbled. Uh, my eyes had a veil over them and didn't think about the future and the, the good or bad consequences that could come behind our actions at that moment. And you,
0: you uh, grew up Baptist, right? Yes. If I yes. remember correctly.
1: Um, I did grow up Baptist going with my, my neighbor's families. And, and if I'm being honest, people, and you probably wouldn't believe it, but... I had five other guys try to sleep with me that same week. Like, I, I was kind of attractive at that age and that age only. It kind of just all went away after that. No, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> Thanks <to> differ, dear. <laughs>
1: I'm just kidding. But that's when I really started to blossom. And so I started getting all these people look at me like I'd never seen happen before. So I, I also, also was very thankful that my grounding in the Bible was so strong that I knew there could be nobody else. I was with him no matter what. <clears throat> I'm going to stick this out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do, do whatever I have to do to be with him. And so that was a big part of how our relationship was able to hold together because of that strong stance. Because trust me, there was all kinds of people trying to hit on me. And once I got with my husband, I was like, nah, you know, you may be cute, but I got the, I got the most handsome person I need in my whole life. <laughs> I don't need anybody else. His smile, I used to, I'm going to say it, dear. I used to tell him, give me your monkey smile. And he would just get this, and our son has it. We actually have a couple sons that have it. But they smile, and it goes from cheek to cheek, almost to ear to ear. And you just—and then they got a dimple. And a couple of daughters, I think, have it as well. But it was just, that was something about his face that, like I said, I was so attractive. He just had this smile that would light up anybody around in his path.
0: Yeah. So, uh, your was, background my now. My background is for me. I grew up on the east side of San Antonio. Um, uh, you know, I, I was a troublemaker. I grew. Up, I, I, let me back up. I went my before I was a troublemaker. <laughs> you know, I went to school. My, my parents had put me in a private school, which is called St. Peter's. It's a Catholic school, and it was in. So it happened to be in Alamo Heights. And I think it's still out there. Anyhow, um, you know, my parents were struggling to pay for me to go to that school there because they didn't want me to go to public school. So I'm fast-forwarding. You know, all these kids were, you know, coming to school and getting picked up in limousines and Mercedes-Benz <laughs> and Jaguars. And Rich
1: neighborhood, guys. Yeah,
0: so I'm walking to my mom's job after I got out of school because it was just right down the street from where she worked. Anyhow, so... Um, once they got to the point that they couldn't pay for it no more, they put me in public school and they told me, you're going to go to Mark Twain. So I went to Mark Twain Middle School and that's where things began to switch up for me because it was it was a different scene, different... It's
1: diff- where his brothers had been. And right. his brothers left a negative taste in the mouth for the De Leon
0: boys. Right. In fact, the first day I went to school, I was kind of blown away because of one of my brothers who had gone there was really his name was Benjamin. We called him Ben. Anyhow, they the first day I went to school, I'm the only one that goes to school to see the visit the principal on the first day of school. <laughs> and they asked me, like, who you know, are you gonna be like your brother Ben? And I was like, Wow, I just I don't get it. So that kind of fueled my fire to go down that road, if you will, you know oh, no, and it I'm kinda influenced. Worse. So yeah, and all right, I'm fast-forwarding now. So,
1: Well, hold on. I want to go back and touch on Mark Twain. Mark Twain has changed a lot. I'm in the academic world, education <clears throat> world, and Mark Twain has done a lot of good changes for their students. I'm not going to say any school is perfect, but it's way better than it was back in the time he's talking about, so nobody thinks we're defaming the school right, or anything. Right, right. It's a very good educational place now, but it was not back then.
0: Yeah, and so it was a different... They didn't have no dress codes, you yeah. know. I, I mean, I went to school with steel-toed boots, you know, know, rock shirts and spike bracelets and stuff like that and earrings and, you know, we used to literally walk down the halls and, you know, smoke cannabis in the halls back then. So, yeah, that was what it was like for me. Okay, now you can fast-forward So, I'm fast-forwarding to when I met my wife and uh, we were together. We had she had gotten pregnant and i was it was a different background for me because like i said i grew up in catholic my parents were catholic obviously i went to saint peter's and then they took me to the public school and i was hanging around with my cousins you know people there that i went to school with and my cousin had invited me to go with him one day I, w- I was at his house and he adi- invited me to go to go meet leslie yeah and i didn't know you were going to be there but he told me he said well she's going to have a friend there so you can you know you want to go you can try to talk to her i was like all right so we get there and I, in my mind Hold on.
1: you gotta you gotta talk about your player self before you got there to see me because you were a player dear oh
0: my goodness anyway, <laughs> <laughs> throw me under the bus huh?
1: i did <laughs> You can't you can't expose our well, differences the background I, without I had it. A, I had a little
0: black book with a lot of <laughs> you know phone numbers and girls' names and stuff like that. And there was I had talked to girls from different sides of town. i back then, guys. I walked everywhere. I was I was so thin and in good. I was in good shape, huh? Juvenile, yes. I went to juvie i'm not proud of all that anyhow well, i know you're not i know you're bringing just, that up so just yes. to
1: show the background so, yes i went to
0: juvie i got into trouble i went into juvie uh i had in fact i just got out you of had juvie. just got out i had got out of state like school tyc right i had turned 18 again then, remember
1: we didn't discuss ages at that point point.
0: and then i'm i went to my cousin's house because he had invited me over there and then from there i was like okay so we went to meet and we get there and i'm thinking i see leslie i'm thinking oh that's the girl he's like no that's the one that i'm talking to i was like oh man and okay it was you know i had a different thought back then and i was talking to a different girl i think back then i was talking to three other girls four other girls no five was it oh
1: yes because i was yeah. the 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 dumb girlfriend that asked all the questions I knew way too much, way more than I ever needed to know, but yeah, but the question was asked because again, I was trying to be a I was trying to keep myself on a good path just asked his cousin whom I trusted, even though I mean he lied to a year that he was in foster care. I trusted him, we had dancing relationships, soccer, I thought we were really close, we talked a lot and i asked him i said does first i asked my husband you know do you have a girlfriend he said no and i was like well i don't know this guy so can i believe him so i went and asked who i did trust which i shouldn't have trusted but his cousin i mean yeah his cousin ray and i said hey does he have a girlfriend he's like nah he ain't got a girlfriend i was like oh okay okay now we can talk and so that was something i didn't know about
0: yeah so yes that was we did a lot of uh bad things back then. I'm not going to say exactly what it was, but none of it was good. And of course, all of it was all, you know, so that we can get money. So we did some criminal activity that required that to get the kind of money that we wanted. And so yeah. And I so was I, clueless. So I met my wife and <laughs> I will. here I was getting money and doing it. I had it no idea. And she didn't know. And so we would go places back when we met and she would
1: I would pay She would pay, yeah And all I had was I used to babysit Five days out of the week Most of the time For uh, my parents' friends I didn't want to be at home For another episode time But I would babysit a lot So I had all this money And if my brother didn't find it And take it first (laughs) Then I was paying for our movies It wasn't that expensive back then though or we we shared a burger at, at a place that's not there anymore. Little hips, I remember. Oh he's, yes, he's like, we only need out. one. I was like, no way, I can eat my own burger. And he's like, no, we only eat one. We only need one. I was like, okay, you let's sure. try it out. And then
0: you get the burger, and it, and it looks like huge. a pizza. Yes,
1: it was huge. <laughs> well, I'd that never place seen doesn't exist like anymore. That. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was it was good times. Um, I, so, I do know where. Is there a lot more you wanted to say? Or no, no, we, we okay. can.
0: You know, we were just giving little feedback so y'all can have a little bit of history. And so which brings us to the very reason behind bringing this up is to say that, you know, our our marriage and how it began, it was two different perspectives, two different character views and two worldviews, if you will, how we looked at things. We looked at things a lot different. So our purpose behind bringing this up is to say that, you know. You know, there's a lot of people today that will meet somebody that a guy and a girl would meet or whatever. And so, a lot of the time it just boils down to having the fun, you know. The sex part and being together. Or you even have some people that are the one-night stands. I mean, I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. I'm, I'm sure, sure it is. is.
1: <laughs> it's probably not referred to it but, in that way. you
0: know, and so... That's pretty much, ultimately, what it was. I was aiming at when I met my wife. I wasn't planning on marrying her or being with her up until I found out that she got pregnant. That changed for me. But you can see who
1: was in control. <laughs>
0: right, God was. Yep. <laughs> so, um,
1: I, I do want to come back on, an, on another day and still touch base more on our background history as we were learning each other because we really quick moved in together and of course definitely us having 19 children you can see we've really expanded since you know august 15th
0: 1991 well we've been through a lot we've had a lot of uh, hardships and i think again why i bring this up why we bring this up why we're doing this is because when we met we went through so much because we didn't really take the time to know each other personally. It was just, you know, we dove in to have our time together and that was it. That was our means of affection and intimacy. There wasn't to where we are today where we were getting to know each other's heart, getting to know each other's mind and our likes and dislikes. Everything was more selfishly looked upon on both of our parts, not just me. But I would say I was more selfish. You know, I don't know if I'm Throwing that out there, I think I was more selfish than my wife, so and but we endured a lot, we went through all those hardships because of that. And the point again is, when people meet, take some time to get to know each other, you know, don't be so quick to dive into that bit. And okay, if somebody wants to do that, hey, by all means, and that's your choice, that's your decision. But if you find out later on that somebody's pregnant, and then you hear about it what are you gonna do are you gonna be the one that renegs on your vow to say you cared about this person or was it just that one time fling i don't know there's more to life and there's more to marriage than just jumping in bed there's a whole lot more for that there's a whole lot more into that
1: and, and we're hoping and, over time to share that with you definitely and
0: and conflicts and Serious trials in life in a relationship can seriously be, uh, what avoided yes. if you took the time to pay more attention, be more uh, aware on, you know, ask questions, you know, of each other, you know, get to get to know, pick each other's brain, you know, see into that person's heart, if you will. By this way, when you finally decide to get married. You're not going to just want to bail out because something didn't seem to go your way. That's the part of being married, guys. You can't just... I mean, you think about like a fireman. You ever seen that movie, uh, the one with Kirk Cameron? Fireproof. Fireproof. Where the guy's talking to Kirk Cameron in the movie and he's telling him, you know, you're going into this house, this burning building to save people you don't even know and yet you're willing to leave your partner who you married and said that you love.
1: Yeah. So for the most intimate relationship you can have with your with your spouse or your future spouse is is that as important as whatever it is you do for others. I mean, the, it's really something to think about. And so the fire example is, is really good cuz firemen go in and risk their lives for other people. Right. But will they, you know, risk any selfishness they may have for The one they truly love. And so that... But that can come from any direction. Just that movie was really good. To give an example. Right. I I really like that one. Right.
0: And there's a verse from the Bible. It's one of my favorite verses, I might add. It's in Acts chapter 20, verse 35. Paul wrote and he said that it's more blessed to give than to receive. Definitely. So that doesn't just apply for somebody that believes like we believe. It, It can be applied principally speaking as well. You know. Yes. So and it is true yeah, there is serious benefits from giving and not expecting anything in return too I might add so All don't right. don't just give to manipulate give because you genuinely care you genuinely love and you genuinely want to see the person that you're giving you want to see that smile on their face you want to make them happy you want to give them joy
1: definitely And so please come back to hear the next, I think the next one we should have to tag off of this, dear, as we're talking about it, is about when I left home, how that conspired and we moved in together and started our journey to this day. Um, I think the cultural background differences can be shown in that as well. So we will be continuing little clips off of this one as parts to it as well, since you're getting to know us and who we were to who we are now. Right. And so we have a lot of podcasts on our way for that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, as always, guys, please rate us, review us, leave a message, uh, follow us, share our podcast with anybody and everybody. Yes. And
1: And we appreciate it.
0: Yes. We love the listeners. We thank you so much for taking the time to hear us. This is D. Crow.
1: And Mama Jen. Have a blessed day.